0: radio high five with
1: explosion now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and
0: analysis like WCW this is where the big boys play scoop Scoop. and boom with your
1: favorite hosts Giuseppe that's pretty terrible
0: right there
2: and turtle! Yeah, I'm gonna take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony.
1: I will kill a man to improve my status.
0: Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the playoff hybrid preview recap show whatever you want to call it fantasy football scoop and i am your host tony on the line we have turtle uh bishop uh i i don't know Uh, he's mia he's missing in action he's not answering any of our texts or calls i'm kind of worried about his uh safety at this point uh hopefully we'll get some answers by the end of the show and joining us as a special treat uh it's this is his first podcast I believe he's never done one before. We have uh Giuseppe from Italy in the u s so hello Giuseppe
0: uh hi i can do you guys can you hear me uh, yeah okay loud and clear great. Thanks for having me. I've been listening to the podcast remotely, and I've always wanted to kind of be part of the action. So thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you're nervous. You know, first time in front of a microphone, but uh, it'll be fine. Just, just, just pretend that we're all naked, right? And then we'll, we'll just be fine.
0: Got it.
1: You guys what, are naked. Is that what you do, turtle? It. Is that what you do, turtle?
2: I wish we had an end call fucking drop so we could just do it right there.
1: <laughs> but I kid, uh, no, Giuseppe, okay. Giuseppe, of course, uh, hosted this show since this is Inception. This was his idea, the Scoop and Poop podcast. I'm just a cover band. And uh, he's in town. He's in the country. He's uh, wanting to talk fantasy football. So thank you very much to making time to do that, especially since Bishop is M.I.A.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, I I was very, very happy when I was doing the math to figure out when I was flying back to see if we still were doing podcasts because I couldn't figure out, you know, exactly when it landed. I'm like, oh wow, okay, I'll be on when we talk playoffs. So that'll be kind of cool. And sure enough, it worked out that uh, that, that that's what the timing was. So. Thanks for having me back on, boys, and sorry that primetime's not around. I really, 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 really wanted him to be I think, present.
1: Yeah, I think we all did, but uh, <laughs> the fates did not align for that to happen. Uh, at the start, I just want to talk about how embarrassing and pathetic that that Bears-Vikings game was on Monday Night Football. Did you guys watch that train wreck?
2: Hey, speak for yourself. We put up 17 points. Uh-huh.
0: I watched that garbage, and it was—it doesn't make any sense that the Bears defense, who was missing their entire starting secondary, yep. still outclassed the offense with, like, without a doubt. I, I just don't understand how that's possible.
1: Yeah, the Bears started, I think, three or four practice squad guys in the in the secondary, and uh, your boy Kirky couldn't figure them out. They actually played really well. I would say. Um, And uh, just the penalties and the ineptitude on the Chicago side. Did you see Matt Nagy get that 15-yard penalty for abusing a referee?
0: He looked like uh, somebody who was trying to get ejected from the game. (laughs) Because even later on, um, I, I don't remember exactly when it was, if it was the third quarter or the fourth quarter, but there was a play where Kirk Cousins scrambled for a first down and he wanted to challenge it but before he threw the challenge for like he literally spent 2 minutes like berating the ref before <laughs> slamming with like 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 spiking a football type of thing with the red flag and then the weird thing about that play is they don't announce anything, but the, the Vikings are in punt formation. It's like, wait a second, what happened? They gave him the first down, Nagy challenged, and then we're seeing them punt the ball. Yeah. No explanation of whether it was overturned, if they did it before the, the challenge, nothing. They didn't. The ref didn't turn on his mic, and I was very confused, but it was kind of par for the course with how terrible that game was.
1: Yeah, and then the the, ba- the, the Bears got three, I think two or three terrible, penalties on third downs that led to a, a vikings touchdown and it was just it was really painful to watch and i was pondering my uh pondering why i do this to myself i could have found many different things i would much rather be doing but uh i made it through it uh it's my curse as a bears fan to watch i, w- I just want to see how how low they can get you know what i'm saying and it right now it's pre- well, at the end of the day you
0: have to keep in mind too Come three, four months from now, you'll be jonesing for football yep. and you won't remember how bad that game was. You were just thankful that you were able to watch a Bears game in prime time, completely forgetting about the fact that they're terrible. They're going to finish probably with five wins at most and are giving a great draft pick to the New York Giants.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I guess let's talk about the bowl games. Uh, we had first uh, the lucky bastard of the week bowl, which was my COVID mania Delta versus New Wave Hookers Five, and uh, you are not the lucky bastard turtle. I think we can, uh, I think we could put that one to bed.
2: Yeah, scored a clean fifty though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> clean sheet. Uh, I guess Devontae Parker was a good play for you. Uh, he got a touchdown, I guess. Uh only two players in double digits. Dalvin Cook I thought was going to like run through the Bears like a hot knife through butter, but uh that did not work. And um my Buffalo Bills connection paid off. 21 from uh my guy Josh Allen and uh one of them one of them went to digs which helped me out. So, you know, 87 points. That's a good number. We should remember that number when we get to uh, some other matchups in this uh, in this week.
0: Uh, Antonio there, Gibson had 15 carries for 26 yards and a touchdown.
1: Yes, he sure did. He had some good receiving numbers. Uh, he got Not there. good
0: rushing numbers. He averaged less than two yards a carry, Tony. This guy, this is true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this guy.
1: Well, I mean, Washington sucks. And uh, <laughs> having two of their players on my team all season really uh, – you know, that's why I'm not in the playoffs. But anyway, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was another bowl game. Uh, BDI challenged Micah and Worm in a three-way dance. And then BDI comes out here and scores 38
2: <laughs> points. <laughs> I thought my clean 50 was bad. I didn't even see this. Good Lord. Yeah, He
0: started three tight ends, by the way.
2: 38 nice. points.
0: Oh, wait, my bad. He had Tyler Lockett in there. Only two tight ends. Two tight ends. Same thing. The two tight ends he didn't start on his bench outscored his entire (laughs) roster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Uh, yeah. Kirky had 11. Uh, His kicker had 10. And then I see uh, three from Alvin Kamara, three from Cordero Patterson, zero from Tyler Lockett. And I'm just going to give this to BDI. just because fantasy football Of the week. You talk shit and challenge two other dudes, and you put up 38. So, I guess uh, Travis Kelsey almost outscored his entire team. He had 30 points himself for Micah's squad. Uh, Great week for Micah, just one week too late. And um, I guess uh, Worm played the right quarterback. Uh, You heard it here first. He had the Rams quarterback, 14. And... Dak only with eight, so hey, Hey. GG. we've been uh, we've been giving him shit all year, and he got this one right, so gotta call it like I see it here. Uh, Keenan Allen had a Keenan Allen had a scare, uh, like an ankle scare. Um, I think last week we were recording while that game was going on, and I think you had him in a couple leagues, didn't you, Turtle?
2: Yeah, I I cringed so hard when that happened. Um, he came back really. Soon after, so I mean, uh, he put up a decent game.
1: Yeah, fifteen points with a touchdown. I mean, after after an early ankle injury, that's that's great to see. So, I don't know, you guys, anything else you want to mention about the bowl games?
0: I mean, it's interesting that the challenger went one and one, right? Because, or I guess, I guess it's one and two yeah one because and two. BDI lost two of his, so essentially the uh the advantageous person is the person accepting the challenge and not issuing it I don't based know. on the the numbers
1: is this the first time a team has lost two games in one week <laughs> has there ever been a three way <laughs> dance that he lost both of them uh
0: I'm not sure if I, I i think people have been involved in multiple bowl games in the past, but I don't know right. if they they lost both in of both them. that that yeah that i i don't know
1: and scored 38 points along the way yeah yeah it's probably (laughs) not probably hasn't happened many times in our league
0: no i can't imagine
1: okay well let's talk about the playoff games uh first of all we had uh giuseppe's ted lasso way versus bishop's nitrovich and uh Giuseppe, where were you? Were you in Italy when this matchup was going on? Were you traveling? What was was your situation?
0: This, the games that took place, actually, I was back as they happened because the first game was Saturday evening that had fantasy implications for us. Uh I don't even remember if there was a Thursday game last week because there were so many football (laughs) games last week. I mean, literally every day of the week.
1: Yeah, it was the Kansas City Chargers game. That's That was the Thursday uh, okay. game last week.
0: Got No, no, no. Okay, so, yeah, it didn't start for me on Thursday, thankfully, because primetime didn't have any of the, those players, and neither did I. Uh, I. I guess I had the Chiefs defense, but I, I kept them on my bench. So uh, Saturday was the first game for me, and I was I was stateside when that happened. Great. That was not a good one, actually, because it was the Colts <laughs> against the Patriots. Yep. I started Ramondre Stevenson when I heard that Harris was officially out. And then primetime, obviously had Jonathan Taylor. And I fell asleep because of the the time difference around, I don't know, like 10 p.m. So it was probably uh, with like eight or nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And at the time I went to bed, Jonathan Taylor had five points and Ramondre Stevenson had three. And I thought I was probably going to be fine. And then I woke up the next morning and somehow Jonathan Taylor had 19 <laughs> points. And I felt like I was not fine anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean bishop's team starts off hot uh he he gets a like a 67 yard touchdown or something like that from taylor when that game is on its i think it was in the fourth quarter late in the fourth quarter and uh bishop was a huge favorite
0: when the patriots knew that they were running the ball by the way yeah but
1: (laughs) yeah bishop was a huge favorite in this i think it got to like 25 after all the lineups were set and all that stuff so i mean after the Saturday game, you're down 19 to 3, and you can't be feeling good.
0: Oh, I was not. Yeah. <laughs> not in the least. And then, and then we got to Sunday.
1: Then Sunday happened. Yeah. And there.
0: Yeah, but and then after the early games, I was feeling actually worse because I had Saquon Barkley, the Cowboys defense, and the Miami Dolphins kicker in the early games. And primetime had literally nobody. And at the end of the early games, I believe I was up like 10 or 11. (laughs) Okay. And I'm like, this is not good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it was like three of your players to his one player, right, at that point? Four, Four, because I had
0: the guy who went on Thursday. Got it. So I had two running backs, a kicker and a defense who had gone, and I was only up like 10 or 11 points at that point.
1: Yep, and then the uh, three o'clock games hit, and you got a, a a big game from your cheater liar quarterback, three touchdowns. Uh, thankfully, one of them didn't go to one of uh, <laughs> Primetime's Time's uh, other Packers. So uh, you got you got you got a good game there. Devontae Adams only thirteen points. Aaron Jones only eleven points. I think. I think knowing that result, you got to be happy about that. I mean, that that's a huge... Uh, it, those guys not scoring 20 or 30 is a, a huge boon for whoever's playing the Packer guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had two of my three touchdowns were negated, which kind of sucked. So I only really got one touchdown out of Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Jones caught a touchdown, which is seven points versus the six, and Adams caught one versus the six that mine. So again... The rest of it was... so it's, I didn't get a lot of points out of Aaron Rodgers, all things considered. In, there was an opportunity late in the game where he had Alan Lazard open in the end zone and he just overthrew him, and that really hurt me, I thought. Mark Andrews was the guy who really carried my team in those afternoon games in that Green Bay-Baltimore game. He, he caught a couple of touchdowns pretty early in the game, and so I was able to, to kind of build on my lead pretty fast. And then Joe Mixon was kind of in and out of that game i don't know if he was officially hurt or not but he was not doing uh, a ton and there were there were multiple occasions where he, he he had come out of the game and p ryan was in the game and because of that i was like okay well this is kind of going my way as long as aaron jones can be you know nullified and devonta adams doesn't do any more damage
1: yeah i think uh I mean you'll take that result. I mean if if Aaron Jones rushes a touchdown there and doesn't catch it, I mean that that's bad for you. So that kind of worked out that uh, he caught one. Uh Mark Andrews had a huge game. I think the past like two or three weeks, right? He's just been on fire. Uh 27 points, two touchdowns and that backup quarterback uh for Baltimore, really loves that guy. So like Lamar Jackson getting hurt is like probably the best thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> to your team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because I first noticed that the week they played against the Bears, and I almost played Andrews, but I'm like, eh, I don't really know with this backup quarterback. I don't know really much about him. The Bears are probably going to blitz him a lot. Blah blah blah. Because backup quarterbacks tend to like the the tight end, and you see it all the time. Uh, when Garner Minshew started for Hertz that one week, um, who's Phillies tight end is it? Dallas Goddard. Yeah, yes. Goddard caught he caught like two touchdowns and had 90 yards and he had a monster game too it's just one of those things where backup quarterbacks really like that security black blanket of those tight ends and it's definitely been that way for mark andrews by and large especially the last two weeks where hunley started he got 21 when he played against cleveland 27 against the packers and then yeah he put up yeah 10 against the bears eight for 73 so he he definitely gets uh, a lot of action when, when Hummy's the quarterback versus when Lamar is out there. And that was huge. And so I had a pretty decent lead going into the Sunday night game, but primetime had <laughs> the T- Tampa Bay kicker and quarterback. Yep. And I was not feeling great.
1: But... He had four players left to your two players left. Um, Correct. And I think you were ahead, like, I don't know, like, you're obviously ahead, but uh, you had probably around like 80 points or something at that point, and he was was really hurting. Um, so, pr- I Turtle, believe I had
0: 78 or something like that
2: yep. at that time.
1: Turtle, were you following this matchup? Were you watching what was happening?
2: Yeah, I mean, I uh, I was present when uh, prime time was given the bleach milkshake recipe. <laughs> It was not. Uh, it was not a good time for prime time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he had 46 points. Was the last I saw. in like uh, Brady Cup uh, special teams players left. Yep. And uh, he he asked. He was like, you know, should I be worried? I went and looked, and I'm like, yeah, you you know, you 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 have a coin flip at best. Yeah. Uh, and it it really just didn't work out for him. And yeah, I'm sorry, bro
1: when he made when he asked us if he should be worried i said the only way that you should be worried is if tom brady has a bad game and then we get into sunday night football we have the bucks versus the saints and tom brady had a bad game zero fantasy points no touchdowns ends up getting shut out for like the first time in like 15 years or something like that which is hilarious Uh, He had the Tampa Bay kicker who missed the field goal, so he ended up with negative one points. Uh, So negative one points from his kicker and starting quarterback. And uh, this is really when the bleach, uh, the bleach recipes start coming his way. Uh, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mean, he's been depending on Tom Brady all year. He's he's. He's had a great year fantasy-wise. I think he's the number one quarterback, or maybe he maybe lost that this week. But uh, Giuseppe, as you were watching that game, I mean, you just kept waiting, right? Because Tom Brady could put up like three touchdowns in like a, a half a quarter. So, I mean, talk to me about your, your frame of mind at this point.
0: If I'm being perfectly honest with you, I didn't watch a, a single snap of this game i went over to my sister's house to kind of hang out watch you know movies and and stuff like that and take my mind off of fantasy football kowalski was watching pretty closely (laughs) and he was keeping me updated on everything and after at halftime i saw what was going on i was checking my phone pretty frequently to see the scoring updates and then he made an amazing point he goes you know that you just played against tom brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with zero players on your roster and extended your lead <laughs> going into the Monday night games, right? And I'm like, I did not know. Like, I I didn't know that that was the case. But obviously, if you do yeah. the math, it is the case. Right. But it's it's pretty mind-blowing, right, that you have zero guys. He has two guys, a quarterback and a kicker from the highest-scoring team in the <laughs> and NFC. And the number
1: one-scoring fucking quarterback, mind yes, you. Yes,
0: <laughs> and he gets, he, he gets negative points. So Ugh. you game, you win in that exchange is negative one to zero. Yep. And it's like, okay, well now I'm feeling much better about it because I think I'm I'm up like uh, uh, close to 40 at that point. And I'm not out of the woods yet because he does have Cooper Cup in the Rams' defense left, and we all know Cooper Cup is really good. But I have Nick Chubb and KJ Osborne. So that's why I'm like, okay, well – yeah. I need some insurance points. That's what I was hoping for going into the Monday night games. Because he, that's the other problem too, is I have two guys on Monday. He has nobody. I have to wait until Tuesday. So (laughs) if I can build a little bit of a cushion, then I can rest a little bit easier going into Tuesday night football.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we get into the, uh, the early, I guess the early Monday night football game, which was the Raiders versus the Browns. And Nick Chubb got you 13. I mean, you needed it and you got it um 23 rushes one touchdown uh i mean it's not a great game but it is definitely productive and helped you at the time um kj osborne kind of a nothing game we mentioned that stellar practice squad secondary for the bears that kirk cousins just couldn't figure out uh so- yeah
0: i did not make a uh, move. Purposely because I was like, KJ Osborne's got to have a good game because Cousins is going to throw the ball like every down. Like, there's no reason not to. Uh-huh. The Bears are missing most of their pass rushers and no secondary because of COVID. So, throw the ball. And they didn't. <laughs> I Vikings. guess
1: the only move you could have made was Devonta Smith, I guess, right? That's the only guy that probably you couldn't didn't play yet for you Yeah 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 I
0: meant more of like from a free agency standpoint uh, okay. I, I I held firm into the, going into this week because I didn't I thought uh, that Osborne was going to be a good play that's that's what I, I meant by that but yeah
1: Yep Well after Monday night football you got 94 points and uh you are feeling great you are playing with house money and winning And Bishop's team I mean He needed, like, 50 points or 30-something points or something like that. On the Tuesday night football, (laughs) because uh, of COVID, they delayed two games for this uh, this week to Tuesday. And we could not watch it because Fox had rights for both games, but they only aired one of them in market. So, like, even though there's FS1 and, like, Fox Sports and all that other stuff... They said, "Ah, nah, don't worry about it. Nobody wants to watch football. Let's just put it on. Let's just put it regionally. So we got sucked into the uh, (laughs) Washington uh, football team uh, Eagles game, which was very bad. And uh, were you worried that you didn't get to be able to watch that game or kind of did it work out in your favor because you didn't get to suffer the ups and downs of the game?
0: No, I actually found a uh, stream for for the Rams game. I did watch, but I, I really wasn't super worried. I mean, honestly, after the the guy, the numbers I got from Monday night, I didn't I didn't feel too worried at all. Again, if I didn't, I would have been sweating it big time, especially after I saw the numbers that Cooper Cup put up.
1: Yeah, P- Cooper Cup g- gave him a run for it. He scored twenty seven points, two touchdowns, just a a stellar year for Cooper Cup. Um, uh, definitely a keeper going forward. Uh, I think he's by far the number one uh, wide receiver this season. But Bishop, he ran through the league 12-2 and two and uh, just kind of stumbled at the wrong time in the playoffs. And uh, 78 points is all he could muster. I mentioned that because I scored 87 and uh, almost made the playoffs. So it doesn't matter, Bishop you would have lost either way um just wanted to rub that in a little bit and <laughs> no you know, honestly
0: that's like that's a valid point because if he's upset that i was able to find my way into the playoffs because clearly he didn't want to play me like he he made mention of it on the podcast i know he kind of joked joke a about lot it. of it he did joke about but it but yep. at the end of the day he, i know in 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 the heart of, in in his heart he didn't want to play me he he said it on the podcast every week that he won – especially after I made the Rogers trade. I believe I distinctly remember that <laughs> yep, yep, yep. He, he hoped that I would make the playoffs and he'd play me, and he got his wish. So that's why you got to be careful when you say things you don't really mean mm-hmm. to, I don't know, to put on an act or whatever you're trying to do for the podcast. I know they're probably, you know, being your first time hosting or whatever the case may be, you want to make a name for yourself, you want to make an impression. <laughs> but uh, that's not the way of doing it my friend you don't you don't poke the bear <laughs> yeah
1: I mean sometimes you write checks your ass <laughs> your ass can't cash and turtle I'm sure you're you've had probably some juggernaut teams in the past that have faltered in the playoffs uh this is probably one of the best I can ever remember and it's just I'm just stunned that it happened um but uh, have you ever been in that position where you just have a steamroller team that just just doesn't get it done
2: yeah i just had one this week oh you did yeah yeah this past week i had a a team that just ran through the playoffs i was 12 and 2 and uh nice first round exit to a mark andrews team
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe the thing about
0: it is this is that you the least i know this this is going to sound like i'm being sarcastic but i'm being real real here is that Most of the teams that got eliminated in the playoffs this week are teams that were way better than the team that they lost to. I don't know if that makes you feel better, but you're almost like misery loves company. Like, you're not the only (laughs) – like, everybody you talk to who probably got eliminated this week had a monster team. Just couldn't put it together because all the studs laid an egg with – I mean, I guess Cooper Cup and Taylor are the only two guys who kind of, like – uh, resisted it. But everywhere else, like it, it was it was a non factor across the board.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean it is week fifteen. All the injuries, all the COVID, all the I mean, four game or three games got rescheduled this week. So and that's gotta be disruptive for some of these players. And uh it just it just didn't work out for prime time. So I guess uh we'll move on to the next matchup. And we have Santino's Wolfpack versus Mike's Lucky Luciano's. And I also believe he was, Mike was like a 20-point favorite in this one. And uh, we kind of cheated last week because we knew that (laughs) at the time of recording, which was like nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, Patrick Mahomes had zero fantasy points. And what happened in those nine minutes? Three touchdowns. And 25 points later. What a stellar comeback play for, for Santino. Holy crap. Uh, I mean, t- talk about that. Just the barrage of touchdowns for uh, in nine minutes of action, Turtle. Did you watch that game after we uh, signed off?
2: Yeah, I was I don't remember it at, at all. Like I remember um messaging the group chat or whatever, you know, hyping it up because he was getting all these touchdowns. Yep. Uh but yeah, I mean, it's just good to see Santino doing it.
1: Yeah, so go- coming out of that game, he's he's got a lead 25 to 20 uh over Mike and then um, you know, uh bad things happened to uh Mike Evans. He, I think he got a hammy. So he uh, he only got one catch. Najee Harris, only three points. Uh, David Montgomery, seven points. Leonard Fournette went out with an injury. And just a lot of bad things going on for Mike's team. Again, a great team that faltered at the end. Uh, his was directly related to injuries, though. Um, I would say more than uh, prime times. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, let's just hit this. I think last week Santino got it with, uh, Rashad Penny, but this week 18 points from Russell Gage turtle Santino is killing it on the (laughs) waiver wire. What is going on?
2: Yeah. I mean, his, his percentages have to be super high with the, he's only made like three moves this whole season. So yeah, he's he's hitting them all.
1: Yeah, uh, and of course, like his number one stud <laughs> wide receiver, Jamar Chase only gets a one point, but uh, Russell Gage was there to pick up the slack. And um, yeah, uh, any any thoughts about this one? This was kind of a shocker to me because, like I said, it, it was it was twenty to nothing in the fourth quarter for Mike, and uh, man, he just. He got hot with Patrick Mahomes. He had some good fortune with uh, Mike getting some injuries, and uh, that's all it takes in the playoffs. Anything can happen. Right, up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. I think the, the turning point was a, a, similar to my matchup with primetime was that Sunday night game because Mike had Fournette and Mike Evans and was trailing against Santino and was not able to, to really do much because of the injury. Fournette was able to get 10 somehow before going down, but Mike Evans only had the one catch. And, you know, in a game like that, they would, you know, they, Brady, I'm sure, threw the ball a ton. And with uh, Godwin getting hurt, it would have meant that Evans would get a lot of those targets, but he also got hurt. So at that point, he was kind of in a really bad position because, you know, George Kittle was on fire and he only ended up getting nine in a very plus matchup against Atlanta. So that really hurt him. And then similar with Najee Harris going up against Tennessee. I mean three points is his lowest output he's put up this entire season. He's put up four and four in previous you know, in other weeks, but he's a double digit minimum guy, you know, ninety percent of the time. So at that point you're really in a in a bad spot because one of your, your key players in Najee Harris doesn't get you any points. George Kittle in a great matchup after putting up twenty six and thirty or whatever it was the last two weeks only gets you nine then you have your two guys go down. You're kind of stuck because now you're relying on David Montgomery to match up against Justin Jefferson. And that's just not – Justin Jefferson plus Rashad Penny, excuse me. Uh, And that's not really going to to work out for you. And that's what ended up happening. Montgomery got seven while uh, Santino got 12 out of Jefferson. And then he didn't really need the four out of Penny. That happened on the Tuesday night game. But that's that's kind of – it put the nail in the coffin for Mike tough tough break for him the other the thing about it is this though like there really wasn't a combination of starters that he could have put together that would have uh, would have won this week against Santino. I don't think it just by and large it was just a situation where the, those guys got got hurt or they just didn't perform. I mean I, I want to touch on this really quickly, but the top if you look at the top performers from last week at running back. Here's your top five. Duke Johnson was the number one running back. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Taylor was number two. Fine. He's supposed to be there. Jeff Wilson, number three. So two free agent running backs uh-huh. are your top three running backs. Then James Robinson and Antonio Gibson at 14, which is nothing to be impressed at, right? Yep. Wide receivers, you have Cooper Cup, who's been the number one every week, right? then Brandon Cooks, then Tyreek Hill, then Gabriel Davis, then Christian Kirk. Quarterbacks, you have... Hunley, then Mahomes at 25, then Aaron Rodgers, then Jared Goff for Detroit, then Josh Allen. I mean, it's just that's the week it was. Like, it's just the, the guys that, you know, yep. put up numbers were not guys that should be putting up numbers. And, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the outcome. You have the two top teams in the league getting bounced in the playoffs because, because of exactly what just happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, both teams were 20 plus point favorites and they both lost. And uh, it's just been a weird year and it's definitely been a weir- weird week one of the playoffs. And uh, I mean, Mike and Bishop, I mean, they're going to slug it out for third place. I mean, that's going to be a crazy matchup for third place.
0: I was going to say a third place game going to absolutely outscore the championship game. I have no doubt in my mind that that's going to happen.
1: Funny you should mention that. There's a letter in your mailbox. <laughs> giggity, 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 giggity. And we have two emails. The first from Kowalski, titled Rashad Penny and Miles Gaskin, FTW. <laughs> and it reads, Dorks, what is the lowest scoring championship game in league history? This sounds like a question for Hanzo. Yeah. Yeah. I think the third place game will outscore the championship game by 100 points. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not the only one that feels that way. And then at the, at the end of the email also too, where does my second round pick land? Now that old ass Tom Brady shit all over his depends. And then he includes a link to the Bishop sucks eggs t-shirt from, uh, the bitter marks podcast. um, uh, so you can go ahead and buy that. Um, maybe should... store
0: still up, even though the podcast isn't.
1: I guess so. Yeah, you can still you can still spend money and give money to uh, Justin Tuttle if you would like. <clears throat> um, well, your second round pick uh, just got worse because he cannot finish as the number one spot or second spot in the second round. So you're looking at the third or fourth spot in the second round for that pick. Um, I'm sure now that Bishop is out of the championship, the mock draft is uh first version is coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> I look forward to that. So, yeah, look forward to that. Kowalski, and thank you for the email. And one more email from Hattori Hanzo titled quarterback selection efficiency. So it reads, Much has been made about Worm's quarterback selection this season. I was curious to see how often the incorrect quarterback was played and what impact it had on the results. Below is a list division by division. The first number is the number of times each selected team played the wrong quarterback, followed by how many games it cost them. And, interesting uh, analysis yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna post this on the message board uh but I'll just read read down it real quick uh the number of times that Bishop played the wrong quarterback four for me four it cost me one game turtle seven times my man <laughs> seven times brother and it cost you one victory kowalski six times also costing one victory. And then we get to the Shula, much better over here. Uh, Mike, four times, no victories, lost. Giuseppe, two times, no victories, lost. Matt, four times, nothing. Peewee, four times, nothing. Then we get to the Ditka. Santino, five times he's played the wrong quarterback, and it cost him one victory. Micah, five, costing him nothing. And then we get to the one we're all worried about, or curious about, Worm played the wrong quarterback seven times this season.
0: That's not as high as I was anticipating.
1: I thought it would be higher as well. I thought it was higher. Uh, but according to Micah, it only cost him one victory with an asterisk, and BDI three times, no victories. And the asterisk is, interesting to see that playing the wrong quarterback had little impact overall. BDI is the second most efficient quarterback selector in the league. Who would have thought he'd be successful at anything? (laughs) You may have noticed the the asterisk next to Worm. The only time selecting the wrong quarterback impacted his result. It was against Micah, and it prevented a tie. So, all other instances prevented a win, so Worm was not the worst overall in quarterback efficiency. Uh, Turtle, I think
2: you are the worst. I am. Yeah. It's tough when you got two shitty quarterbacks. He's got two don't good quarterbacks. You do cut
0: after two weeks. <laughs> Joe What's the matter for you? <laughs> What's
2: the matter for you? Joe Burrow uh, was not even good.
1: Well, Hanzo, thank you so much for that email. Uh, that's a that's a topic we've been throwing around all year, and I'm glad to have the math surrounding it. All right. This is where we pivot to the uh preview show. Uh first of all, we had some good uh, smack talk. I think uh Giuseppe sent a recipe for bleach eggnog for Bishop. We all know he loves you know loves his eggnog.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a seasonal drink. He's a big fan. I'm also a big fan. I like to make things, you know, I've never made egg, eggnog at home before. And I know that Bishop's not somebody who likes to be in the kitchen, but I thought, you know, he's got a little bit extra time on his hands right now, and I figured I'd give him a, a little bit of a recipe so that way he can make a, a homemade version of it. Because so we always talk about these bleak, bleach milkshakes, but why do a milkshake when you can do eggnog? That's true.
1: That is true. And uh, since since it is uh, Super Bowl week, uh, we should talk about the Rumble, Giuseppe. Uh, it's a little different than past years. Why don't you talk about the Rumble for 2021?
0: Yes. So at the draft, we decided to make it a two-week affair instead of the typical one week because we have an extra one to play with, and it could help or hurt, you know, teams because you know on any anything can happen in a single week situation but after two weeks maybe a team that's a little bit stronger feels that their odds will be better or it could be the opposite right if you got guys on good teams that, that clinch early they might not play their starters and you might be in a bad spot while somebody who's got te- guys on teams that are struggling to, to fight for a playoff spot they're gonna they're gonna play them longer so that's a situation it's ten dollars to get in everybody for the most part, has $10 to spend with the exception of BDI because he went over he his transaction money. number. He owes exactly. money. Exactly. <laughs> went over his transaction number. So I believe he won $20 in weeklies, but he owes 15 as part of the, the, uh, uh, the transaction limit that he surpassed. So I think he's at a net positive five. So he'd have to pay $5 if he wants to get, and again, don't quote me on these numbers. I do have the breakout somewhere that I've posted, I think, in the Discord for you guys or something like that. But uh that lays out what the actual yeah. amount is. But by and large everybody's got has got enough money to enter if they wanted to. But and uh just, just let us know via the message board and we'll we'll get you in there.
1: Alright, so two week rumble, ten bucks to get in. Turtle, are you in? Of course I'm in. Yeah. There we go. All right. I'm in too. Count me in. Awesome.
0: There we go.
2: We're up to 20 bucks. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) (laughs) You know, my donation and then set a lineup. (laughs) All right. So it's
1: just me and Turtle again, I guess, for the next two weeks.
0: Could be. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I know Kowalski and Micah have already bowed out. Worm, I don't know if he he knows if he's in the league anymore and paying attention to the league. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Who knows?
2: (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Uh, I can't. I can't predict what's gonna happen. Is there a penalty for having an illegal roster? I need to figure out how people can even have illegal rosters at this point. but Can I drop my backup quarterback in order to not ding my numbers any further?
0: <laughs> oh, for your uh, efficiency? Yes, uh, yes, yes,
2: yes, yes. <laughs>
0: uh, regular season is only what counts, so you don't have to worry about your efficiency going down. You're safe in the playoffs, Sounds so good. stats Woo! are
2: not being counted. All right, cool.
0: <laughs> you hear that, Micah?
2: Yeah,
1: we'll see you in the Rumble. Yeah, I look forward to this—the two week rumble. It's going to be interesting um, because uh, even though you have one good week, doesn't mean you're going to win. So we'll see what happens. I guess uh, slow and steady kind of wins the race in this one. Um, okay, it's uh, it's Super Bowl week. It's championship week. First of all, we got to start off with this third place game. Uh, the third place winner gets a a, a payout. And fourth place gets a certificate. Write up. Many many I don't, fourth place certificates. I don't certificates.
0: produce these certificates. These are these are self created. So don't think, expect one in the mail from me.
1: I think Santino has a stack of them. He uh, he's collected quite a bit of them over the years. Um, so this month this game uh, should be a high flying game. I should mention that uh, Team Nitro is a 25-point favorite over Mike's squad. I think that's due to the injuries that he suffered last week. Um, So, Giuseppe, talk about this one. I see that uh, Bishop has changed his avatar to a sad man with a paper bag over his head. Um, So, you know, Calvin Ridley was sad earlier in the season, and I think it might have infected his team with sadness. It just took a few weeks to... uh, to really set in.
0: I thought for a second that was a an image of a Cleveland Browns fan, but the man is in a shirt and tie, and we know that nobody in Cleveland owns a tie. So that can't be right. I you know, I think primetime's gonna win this week if if we can just go go right into it. Mike has still uh, included a couple of guys in his roster that are are hurt in Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette, and I don't think either are gonna play. He does have Ronald Jones so he can slot him in there at the running back spot. But his ba- his wide receiver options are, are minimal. You got the I-don't-want-to-get-a-vaccine, Cole Beasley, who ended up getting COVID because ah. that's the way it works, my friend. So he's going to have to start Kendrick Bourne at wide receiver, assuming he goes three wide receivers instead of three running backs because that would mean he'd start <laughs> either to Ernest Johnson or Khalil Herbert, and neither of those are, I think, a better option than than Kendrick Bourne, although the last time the Patriots played the Bills, I believe three passes were thrown by the Patriots. Yeah. So uh, assuming the weather conditions are are, are more normal, you know, that, that, that's, that's the move there. You know, his defense is probably going to lose no matter which one he plays. He's got the Dolphins going on the road to New Orleans, or he's got Cleveland going to Green Bay, and Cleveland's still in a really tough spot with COVID. I will start COVID. Cleveland Browns defense. So i just don't don't see it happening for 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 Mike I think primetime has a very big bounce back week. I believe i I told somebody i don't know who exactly that I can see him putting up 120 no matter what the following week after the yeah. uh, the first round of the playoffs and and he's definitely got some very plus matchups on his side that i that he could take advantage of so i I've got prime time getting third place and a little bit of his dignity here. And, represent, and representing the, the Balls-Mahoney division, as you guys like to call it.
1: Turtle, why don't you give us your thoughts? Who you think's going to win this one?
2: Yeah, I mean, Primetime just has a better team overall. Um, his record shows it. Uh, Took a beating last week, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know why Aaron Jones is on the... I guess everybody in Tampa Bay is hurt, so... Yeah. I it it doesn't matter what he starts, he's he's going to win this matchup. Uh Litro has just too many uh too many holes and not enough depth on the bench to fill it, so Primetime will win easily.
1: I'm gonna agree. I think uh Primetime has the better team, he has the healthier team, which is most important this time of year. Uh and he's got a deeper team. So he's got well, he's got your guy, Hunter Renfro, just Sitting on the bench, he's got Aaron Jones sitting on the bench, just like can't even get him in their, his lineup. it's so stacked, so I think uh yeah, I think uh, Nitro gets a little uh gets a little envelope full of cash and the third place in this league this year and here we go, the Super Bowl matchup. And we have Giuseppe's the Ted lasso way versus Santino's Wolfpack, and we 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 documented that Santino has made the playoffs several times. I do believe this is his first Super Bowl appearance, and uh, Giuseppe is this what is this fifth for you fifth time in the big dance?
0: Uh, I believe this is my sixth time. Sixth, okay. Because I've lost a a Super Bowl.
1: Okay. I believe I've
0: won the championship four times.
1: I do believe that is accurate. And Santino is a two-point favorite turtle. Uh, The main matchup on his squad is going to be Patrick Mahomes, and they get to go against Pittsburgh, who doesn't really play defense anymore. Uh, He's got studs like Rashad Penny playing the Bears and Russell Gage versus the Lions. Some great matchups there. And I'm going to say, uh, Giuseppe's got some some tougher matchups. Uh, You know, Ramondre Stevenson versus Buffalo. I think that might be a, a tricky game. And I'm still not a big fan of this K.J. Osborne. I think uh, the Rams are going to be... Uh, out to uh, to cover. They're going to be stopping Dalvin Cook. I think the defense will come to play. So I'm going to take Santino. Number one stunner. <laughs> Number one stunner. I think he gets his first of many championships. Uh, we, I've been saying all year that he is a juggernaut. And uh, I think he's going to have a bounce back matchup from Jamar Chase. He will not score one point like he did last week. So, Turtle, why don't you give us
2: your thoughts? This is an ugly game. <laughs> I i mean, with all due respect, obviously, they're fucking in the championship. I'm not. Yep. But uh, it, it still does not look good. And uh, congrats to both of you guys for, for making it this far with... Uh, the adversity of losing big players. Uh, that being said, gosh, all right, I'm gonna go with the Santino efficiency. He's made like three waiver moves, and all of them are studs. So I'm gonna have to go with Santino in a very, very close one.
0: Um, I'm gonna pick myself. <laughs> um, I've been doing it. Pretty much all year. And I'm going to actually back it up with a little bit of facts. So, Patrick Mahomes at home against Pittsburgh seems like a good matchup on paper, but both Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are on the COVID list right now, which means he's throwing the ball to Miko Hardman, Josh Gordon, Demarcus Byron, Robinson,
2: yeah, Byron Pringle. Pringle.
0: <laughs> That's the receiving core that we're looking at there. Miles Gaskin was uh, out carried or out snapped 2-1 by Duke Johnson last week and they play on the road against the Saints who held Tampa at shock. The over-under is only 38 in that game. So that's not really a great matchup. Um, Justin Jefferson I think probably can have a little bit of a a bounce back game but realistically I I, I don't see it happening knowing how bad Kirk Cousins is against teams that are good. Uh, On my side there's a couple of moves that need to be made. I think Adam Thalen might come back this week. Turtle, you're closer to the Minnesota situation than I am, but they were, he was close for the Bears game. So my hope yeah. is that he's back this week. And that solves your your K.J. Osborne riddle there, Tony. And then I'm likely going to swap out Stevenson for Gabriel Davis, who has been Buffalo's pretty much leading receiver the last three weeks. He put up 10 against New England, 12 against Tampa, and 22 against Carolina. So even the last time they played New England, he was able to, to do something. Uh, with Especially if Emmanuel Sanders is hurt, he's going to be on the field the entire time. So I think that he's going to be uh, a great help for me. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be the high scoring quarterback this week. At home against Cleveland, Cleveland's defense is still decimated by COVID. I don't know how many of these guys get back. Probably not as many as they would like to see. Um, and because of that, Nick Chubb is going to probably get all the action because Hunt is not going to play. I think I've got just enough to get me there. The other, the other thing that I, that's in my favor is the defenses. The Dallas Cowboys play Washington at home. The last time the Cowboys played Washington was two weeks ago, and they scored 25 points on the road against uh, Taylor Henneke and the boys. So I, I can definitely see them putting up a big number while well, Santino's got two defenses that are probably going to lose with Tennessee at home against San Francisco and Buffalo going to New England. Um, and sold. every point I'm counts. I'm going
2: to interrupt you right now. I'm sold. I'm going to switch my pick no, over. No, 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 no. You
0: cannot switch. You <laughs> yeah, cannot I, switch. Yeah, I switched.
2: I, switched. <laughs> uh, I After all these points have been made, I will change my mind. I'm a flip-flopper. Call me what you will. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with number, is number five. Yes. It's gonna be an and still. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna guess that uh, Bishop would pick Santino in this spot. So hundred percent, hundred percent. One thing that has swayed me, <laughs> <100%, yeah. laughs> um, Giuseppe, mm-hmm. uh, you are the Ted Lasso way. You are not fool ass nobody, which you've always won your championships when you've had that name. Uh, so that's uh, swaying me towards Santino. I'm not going to lie. It's a big factor in this one for me.
0: You're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. It weighed heavy on my head about what to do. And I feel as though Ted Lasso got me here in a, what I would describe as a Cinderella story. Full Ass nobody, nobody represents uh, a team of strength. Uh-huh. I've never had a worse fantasy football team than I have had this year in terms of a, a starting lineup for the Super Bowl, purely because of injuries. My team was very, very good going into the You've been crying
1: season. about retiring all year to me, secretly <laughs> and I'm in
0: am I'm still very much, very much thinking about doing so because <laughs> this is not worth my time. I'm telling you all right now.
1: Clearly it um, is.
0: <laughs> to get serious for a minute, you guys are not worth my time anymore. Too much to, to to tackle, to deal with, to track. I, I can't. I just can't. You, I have too much shit going on. Worm doesn't want to even want to be the co-commissioner anymore because he's not participating in the league. <laughs> like, it's just it's it's too much. It's really a burden that uh, I do not want to face. If I could easily find a team to take my spot, I would do it in a heartbeat. I have no desire. I have lost my love for fantasy football. It's nothing but stress, anguish, and annoyance. And that's. Coupled with the fact that the games don't start until seven p.m. for me, if they yeah. don't start good, that means I don't sleep, and uh, I, I start my work week off like feeling miserable, and that's just not a way to live for sure. three to four months out of the year. So no, I'm my my threats of retirement are very real. So if somebody knows of somebody who wants to be in the league and take my spot and, and also they can, be the they commissioner. Can <laughs> Well, that part, I don't know. That uh, Yeah, I mean, whatever. We can give it to Santino, right, since that's what you guys have been clamoring for forever.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, th- this thing would be a well-oiled machine if Santino took over. I mean, there'd be no uh, no drama, no... no uh, I think we institute a message board free agency system like he, uh, like he does <laughs> in the Jewel League, which would go over huge, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. Like, honestly this is the first time that if I lose the championship I would not be upset in the least sure. right Santino's the only person in the league I think at um all things considered it's family. I'm I, yeah and I mean all things considered I'm rooting for him this year I mean I, I this is this is not uh, anything that's gonna it, it, you know it, it's great to win but you know it'd be great to see Santino win because the story would be be worth it, and we we need a good story. So I'm I'm rooting for Santino. Uh, he's definitely got the players that can do it. I mean, hell, I'm picking myself. You know that that means I'm I'm you know I'm not I'm not putting these jinxes. I'm not putting the stretch curse out there. I'm not pulling any of that crap out there. Yeah. I'm picking myself because I feel like I'm gonna win. But if I don't, you know what? It's not a big deal. It's um it, it's you know it's it's it, it would make me happy. So yes, I, I, it's a win-win situation for me this year. I I think I. have I have no stress going into this championship game. Whatever happens, happens, and uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, and we do have some games on Christmas Day. I think you got two guys going on Christmas Day that are important. I think Santino's only got a kicker, um, but yeah. Uh, good luck to both of you, uh, Giuseppe. I'm I'm glad that you uh, are able to watch it in full uh, since you're in the states, and uh, Santino. I'm sure. Uh, i'm sure you're uh excited for this you've, you've been waiting a long time to get in the super bowl and good luck to both of you i hope you guys have a merry christmas and uh that's uh that's gonna do it that's gonna do it for the uh week or i guess playoff hybrid uh championship week preview whatever the fuck we want to call this show uh, just want to say Merry Christmas to you guys, uh, Giuseppe. Thanks for uh, joining us and finding time for this.
0: Of course, thanks, guys, for for having me and welcoming you back. Uh, and I've said it tongue in cheek, but you guys did a, an excellent job. I, I listened every week. You guys kept me kept me connected to uh, something that you know is is definitely near and dear to me, which is the, you know the podcast and just being able to hear your guys' voices every week was was nice. Being you know thousands of miles away.
1: Yes, and thank you, Turtle. Uh, you, you've uh, you've definitely uh, made pretty much. I think you only missed a couple weeks throughout the season, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. And thank you for your I hard work.
2: Carving contest, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Primetime. I know you're uh, you're traveling for the holidays. Uh, I I hope that's what it is. I hope you didn't uh, jump off a bridge or uh, drink a a. Bleach milkshake or... You know what I would prefer? Uh, Bleach muffins. I think uh, they'd be great for like a breakfast snack. You know, just wake up, have a blueberry bleach muffin and uh, go about your day. And Merry Christmas to everybody else in the league. Hopefully, uh, everything you get everything that was on your list. And we'll have another show next week to uh, recap the uh, championship game and third place game. And... This is going to do it for the fantasy football scoop and
2: all right, shows all time.
1: Scoop and Poop fantasy podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.